Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to Dude, Could You Imagine? The show that asks what if and explores the hypothetical and absurd. I'm your host, Fritz Frivolous. Now let's meet our contestants and explain the rules for our audience. The rules are simple. Our two contestants, Will and Tom, will place these neural transmitters on their heads, and then they will be placed into a deep coma-like state. From this point, I will ask them a question or give them a scenario to which they must answer, all while the neural transmitters give us a glimpse into what they are imagining. So, Will and Tom, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Indeed. Well, you heard him, folks. Let's get ready to play Dude, Could You Imagine? And the question is, what if you received a box that contained everything you have ever lost? What would be inside? Ho, 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 William. <laughs> ho, 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 Tom. <laughs> we we received our question from Fritz. Mm-hmm. And that question is, what if we received a box and that box held everything that we had we have ever lost? <laughs> now, this this has got to be a pretty big box for me. I mean, I mean, we're both, you know, I'm I'm thirty I'm thirty something. You're forty something. We feel like we've both lived a lot of life, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sure we've both lost a lot of things in life. I will say, yeah. I would. Uh, what would your What would your immediate feeling be when this happened? Because mine would be, I would be overwhelmed with joy. Well, okay, yeah. At first, to be honest with you, I'd be a little perplexed. Uh, I think my, I think the feeling of you know, let, let's just say we received this box from. Let's say, uh, you know, mildly overweight, jolly guy, right? <laughs> in a red suit. Um, yeah, he may he may or may not be wearing a red suit. Um, you know, uh, he may or may not have a long white beard. Um, but I, I at first, I'll be honest with you, because <laughs> like a lot of things that I have lost in my life are already out of my head. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like if they're lost and I, and I don't like, I don't have the, like the pain of, of, of that loss still with me. Like I've already forgotten about it. Now I wonder, Um, does that mean that you've never really lost anything important to you or are you just that carefree of a spirit? You know, are you, are you truly a leaf on the wind? 
<laughs> yeah, leaf on the wind. <laughs> no, like see, and here's and here's the problem with me answering that question. Uh-huh. I'm sure I probably have lost stuff that's very important. <laughs> but like, if you were to ask me, okay, well, what were they? I can't give you an answer. Like, that's you know what I mean? I, I don't so remember. what you're saying is you you have a. Uh, uh, early onset dementia. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wait, um, who are but you? No, like, okay, so what's, you what's just your you name? don't remember. I think a lot of people have that where they, they have What's your name, remember. sir? What are, you, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> God damn it, no. <laughs> Our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I, I honestly, real quick, I, I, th- I think what it is is, is that I, I, I think what it is is it, it's in the past now. It's yeah. lost. I couldn't find it. Like, and I don't like that lingering feeling of, you know, you know, like when, you know, everyone probably gets the a same feeling when they lose something. Yeah. Regret. I just don't want to hold on to that. Right. So I probably at some point in my life, I just kind of made it like uh, it, it. my mind probably just kind of like automatically started doing this thing where it's just like, okay, you can't do nothing about it. You lost it. Boom. Out of your memory. Yeah. You just throw it in the recycle bin. You're, you're done. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. Very interesting. Um, I mean, for me, it's, it's a lot different. I, not to say I'm, I'm sitting here lamenting every day, all the things in life that I've lost, but, um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I have a pretty good memory for my childhood and that may be why I remember. Also though, I have, a very it's a lot better now and it seems to get better as the years go on but since i was a child i've had a very very strong knack of losing things like i lose things it's just what, what oh, i do um, really <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm clumsy and i lose track of things very easily um i remember back when i was in a band uh me and my me and my bass player we started a a uh, uh a side project band that we call we actually the name of that band was uh steel toed ass whooping and uh <laughs> That's, it, it oh, was like uh that. it was like a comedy comedy hard rock heavy heavy uh, yeah. music group and um we lived together at the time at that time we were roommates and um even then we were, I was constantly losing shit and we would joke around <laughs> that uh there were these these mythical creatures around the house that were constantly stealing like our socks and <laughs> and our and our little thing with bobs and stuff and uh we ended up writing a song uh about these creatures we named them uh, the nomacons which is like we just took the word leprechaun and gnome and put it together um, and we just invented this whole mythos about these nasty, evil little creatures called the Nomicons. And we wrote a song about the Nomicons, and it was like it was very heavy. It was very cool. It was very funny. Little and do you know, it's true. It's true. What if the Nomicons are real? Um, <laughs> I actually, that's pretty cool. I like that. I could see somebody making like a. I really you know, wish like a I short could dig. I we really wish I could dig that up because I think we recorded it acoustic, but of course the style was like metal, so it was really weird sounding. But, Dude, um, <laughs> I if you can dig that up because I think that would be an interesting episode if we played that song, <laughs> oh, right? God. And then and then we should have an episode where we talk about like a mythical creature that we've made up, um, and yours could be that. You know what I mean? And we could go. Yeah, in depth no, on totally, what they could totally. Be like. uh, <clears throat> it's gonna be a long shot because if anyone has it, it would be him. And I lost contact with him over ten years oh, ago. But okay. but I will I will try. Um, yeah, but uh, but that being said, so I've lost I've lost a lot of things in my life. So I have many things on my mind immediately. I'm like, oh, I would get that back. Oh, I would get that back. So, so you'd be very excited. Yeah. So I'm also thinking maybe I should go first because I think if I go first, 
it might jog your memory of like, oh yeah, I used to have this, or oh yeah, I <laughs> yeah. used to have that. You know, what, oh, okay, whatever. Okay, that's a good idea. You know, exercises we have to to go through to get your your <laughs> dementia riddled mind. To, yeah, a yeah, little exactly. Up started <laughs> to to snap me out of my dementia. <laughs> there we go. So, um, if if this box was presented to me, I would actually it, this would be an extraordinarily lucky circumstance because I would get a lot of things back that are, nowadays would be quite fucking valuable. Um, oh, okay. So, I mean, I would have, I mean, I don't know how valuable these things, but these things pop out to me first. I once we moved, I was probably, I was probably like 16 or so. And I had a box full of all my old video games and stuff. I had a Nintendo 64, Super Nintendo, a Super Game Boy. Mm. I had, um, a PlayStation one and a PlayStation two. I had, um, what else? I still I? have all those. Yeah, dude. I had all this and all my games and, and, and I, and that entire box disappeared. I know it was stolen by the movers. I know for Dang. fucking, there's no way it fucking disappeared. The one box that had all my cool ass shit. Yeah, it was gone. They stole it. Oh um, man. And my mom refused to do anything about it. And I was a kid still, but, um, I would be overjoyed to have that shit back. And some of that might be valuable because it was in really good condition. Hell yeah. Um, so, I mean, and not that I would sell it just because, like, I wish I had those systems now because, as you know, I'm really into old school games, even games that were made before I was born. Like, I'm I'm really into retro mm-hmm. gaming. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, retro gaming is dope. Dude. Oh, yeah. Really I'm, I'm super into it. And then um, my my original base set shadowless pokemon cards my 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 jungle set and my fossil set of pokemon cards i had a lot of holographics <laughs> as a kid um and if i got that book back god no i don't even know where all that shit went like that like i know i used to have it and i don't have it anymore so at some point in my childhood it got lost um <laughs> a lot of those cards would be worth a lot of money nowadays uh, especially i'm imagining th- this go box gotta has to be rather it this box for you has yeah. to be either rather large or yes has to be have some magic power behind it to where every time you dig your hand into the box you just pull something that you had lost at, you know what i mean so in, in D we would call that a bag of holding uh oh really okay. yeah or or a handy haversack those are magic items in D that like they are they're the size of like your average like backpack or bat or bag but inside is like a, a liminal space like a pocket dimension that can hold uh, like way more than what what it looks like it can yeah. hold yeah um, oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, oh. it would definitely have to be that. I I have lost musical equipment um, from from shows and stuff. Stuff's disappeared on me because it probably got stolen. Um, so I would get stuff back that, you know, I could probably sell some of that. Uh, the Pokemon cards, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, honestly, I would probably sell the Pokemon cards. I've learned something about myself. Uh, Pokemon cards are a dark and evil addiction that I have to stay away from. <laughs> It is it's it's a it money pit for a you. A fucking money pit, dude. It is so expensive to try and keep up and collect that shit. Like outside of just being independently wealthy, I don't know how you could do it without like fucking digging yourself into debt. It's just so expensive. Um and it's <laughs> addictive. It's like you want you're looking for that for that dopamine hit of like opening up a fresh pack and getting a good pull. Like it's ridiculous and it's stupid <laughs> Dude, and, I yeah. I can't say that I know the experience, mm-hmm. but I have seen it firsthand. My my brother in law Andrew collects mm-hmm. uh, Pokemon cards. He's like heavily into them, and and you know, and and not only just because of the money being that it being a money pit and all that kind of stuff, and the, the other things that you described, but also especially nowadays because they put limitations on them on like 
how many you can buy and they're always sold out and you got to travel oh, here dude, and there. It's, it's just, crazy. It's, 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 it's crazy how many people are into it, which makes everything that much more scarce. And yeah, it's just, um, when I first got back into Pokemon cards for a little bit there, this would have been like five <laughs> or six years ago now. God, time passes so fast. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kind of entered the, the hobby right at the tail end of when like a set would come out and like the set was a size that you could like reasonably with a with a good amount of luck and 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 savvy reasonably collect the whole set before the next set came out without spending like an arm and a leg. You would just spend an arm, but you'd keep that yeah. leg. Um and I swear it was like three sets after I started getting into the hobby that they just started expanding things uh so astronomically that I was like there's no fucking way i could ever get this whole set without dropping like five thousand dollars and then the next set comes out three months later like it's just yeah it was crazy <laughs> yeah it's crazy and that's not even including the specialty sets which they do two or three times a year too so anyways <clears throat> oh um, really that yeah i didn't know about all so that. if i got all those pokemon cards back i'd be overjoyed and i would sell all of them <laughs> um <laughs> let's see i've lost many wallets in my life have you, have you ever lost a wallet no, I have You've never, never lost in your whole life lost I, your wallet. You've now accidentally never, left it someplace like, oh, shit, I left it in the restaurant. Let's go back. Oh, it's gone. No. So, OK, that has happened to me, but I've been lucky enough to uh, been able to go back and it's there <clears throat> okay. or or even even lucky enough to where like actually like one time I remember leaving my phone at the bar mm-hmm. and it literally dude like it was probably over a few days that I finally figured out, like, oh, I think I left it here at this oh, bar shit. or whatever. And I went there, and it was still there. The bartender, I guess somebody found it, turned it in, and the bartender, because at that time uh, I used to do these funny pictures of, like, of, through Photoshop. I would put my face on, like, <clears throat> I don't know, the Incredible Hulk's body or something, right? Right. <laughs> and he recognized my face, and he kept the, the phone behind the bar. So uh, roughly three three days later, I went back to get it. And he, as soon as I walked in, he's like, oh, you're here for your phone. And I was oh, like, oh, wow. thank God. Yeah, that, That's cool that he recognized you immediately like that. That's cool. Yeah, you, you I lucked know. out. Uh, as someone who's lost both my phone, but mostly my wallet more than my phone, uh, multiple times, um, I would say a good 50% of the times that I've left it at a place, I never saw that shit again. Dang. So it would, it would probably be a pretty cool surprise of like, you know, at least a few hundred dollars in, in just lost wallets alone. <laughs> i could see that like oh yes yeah. like, and i remember uh one wallet i lost I, I must have been like 14 or 15 i had a it was just a black leather wallet with the the the, the led zeppelin tattoo i have it, it had those symbols mm-hmm. on it and i think that had like 125 in it when i lost it oh, and like that man. was a, it was a fucking weird one too because i remembered exactly where i put it and i was not in a situation where it could have been stolen so i i still don't know how it fucking disappeared on me, but it never turned up. I never found it. You know, 14, being 14, 15 years old and losing 125, especially, you know, in 2005 or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's a that, lot of money. that hit hard, man. I was, I was devastated. Um, Dang, dude. That was a big score for the Nomicons right there. Yeah, dude. man. The Nomicons came up. You know, they, they lived it up in Vegas <laughs> after that <laughs> in their private little Nomicon casinos. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, what else have I lost? Um, Wait, let me ask you something Go real quick about the wallet. Yeah. Do you normally put your wallet in your front pocket or your back pocket? 
I used to be a back pocket person, um, but honestly, because of my back and stuff, I've learned to keep it in my front pocket. No. Okay. Well, what about back then when you were losing these wallets? Um, I was more of a back pocket person, but um, but usually mm. when I lost it, it was because I took it out for whatever given reason and then ended up leaving it somewhere. Okay, yeah, but but then see, okay, well, maybe maybe that doesn't translate. I don't know cuz I've the reason I ask is because I've always been a front pocket person for my wallet yeah. and everything, right? Mm-hmm. I don't like keeping anything in my back pocket cuz <clears throat> I've I've always been just very very like wary of pickpockets even though like it's not something that's common around where I live or no, anything. No, certainly not. But but like I think it's just in my head, like watching movies and stuff. I'm just like, oh, I'm just why would I put it in my back pocket? You know, like yeah, like, like it's easily taken out. Plus, but the other thing too that I, one reason why I don't think I lost uh, my wallet uh, like that is because of the fact that I feel like I can feel my wallet better in my front pocket, so I would know, like, be aware that oh, it's not in my pocket anymore. Right. You know, and I would look around for it right away, but. I- I don't I've never worn it in my back pocket, but in my head, I would think, oh, maybe in your back pocket, you don't have that feeling. So, you don't your body's not like I mean, that's, you know, your that's mind's possible. not going to notice it maybe. Yeah, that's definitely possible. It's hard to say. I mean, to be honest, the last time I lost a wallet it was a little over 10 years ago. So, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think it was more along the lines of like back then, I was I, you know, I just, I was clumsy, I was clumsy and scatterbrained and young and going through a lot of stuff back then in my teen years. It was a very difficult time for me. (laughs) Um, I think a lot of that just kind of compiled on. I'm just naturally a forgetful person when it comes to, like, I, I only live half of the time in the physical world. The other half of the time (laughs) I am in the cognitive space of my brain and I zone out. Uh, It's funny because I see my son do it too, where He'll he'll lock into whatever it is he's doing, whether he's playing with a toy or watching TV or mm-hmm. or just playing or dancing or whatever. And like he, he, he trying to get his attention when he's locked in like that is it's almost impossible. And that's how it is for me too. <laughs> um, if if I'm watching a movie or if I'm writing or if I'm doing some thinking, and and I mean that, like I'll I'll do some thinking. Sometimes I just sit and do some thinking. Um, (laughs) I, I lock in and like, you could yell my name from across the room and I will not hear you. Um, I usually have to be like nudged or someone be, you know, pretty close in proximity to me and and say my name loudly. So, um, so I have that kind of that tunnel vision. So I, I've learned to work around myself, uh, worse than, than wallets or, or, or any of the other stuff. It's keys. Keys fuck me up the most. And, oh um, man! Uh, even now, uh, I, I do all these things to make sure I my I don't lose track of my keys, and I still every once in a while lose my keys, and it takes me a day or two to find them. And they'll be in a place. Oh, I'm like, okay. why on earth did I put it there? Like, I'm I I know where I'm supposed to put it. I have like two key locations. I always put it, but it's always like when something happens that is outside of the normal like range of things that happen um, on my day to day. Uh, yeah like basis uh and it occurs around the time that i get home and i have my keys in my hand that's when i'll lose my keys because something that needs requires my immediate attention requires i put the it doesn't require but i'll have the keys in my hand and i'll put it down somewhere to take care of whatever's happening and then i forget about it and that's when i lose my keys 
So see that's see that's so strange because okay, so I've I've only ever lost my keys like that one time. Oh my god! And, <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's the weird part is I never take my keys out or anything. There's no except for at home. There's no other time that I would ever take my keys out of my pocket wherever I'm at. If it's not at home, I right. will never take them out of my pocket. Like okay. unless for some specific reason, and then after whatever I'm doing, I would put them back in my pocket. So that makes but, some, let, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, but the one time, the one time that I actually lost my keys like that, mm-hmm. it wasn't even like how you were you were describing it. It wasn't that I took them out; they were in my pocket. And I guess somehow I was sitting down, and they slid out of my pocket oh. and went into the c- couch cushions. Yeah. Um, this was this was when I was at work. I was actually well, you know, Eric. I was I was mm-hmm. working with Eric, and um, dude, we we you know, as soon as we got up, like. Within the minute, I already I knew like, oh, where are my keys? Like, you know, because they're always right. in my front pocket, uh-huh. and I didn't feel them. And then oh, we're no. looking everywhere. We even looked kind of in the couch cushions, but we didn't do a good job. We just kind of like, no, I couldn't have gone in there. The the couch cushions are so tight together, right? Right. So after hours upon hours, I missed my lunch because I did I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't find my keys. Uh, I called at that time. She was my girlfriend, but uh, Ashley, and then. I told her like, "Hey, you might have to like pick me up because I can't find my keys or whatever." Da da da. Um, we finally ended up literally tearing apart the couch and we found them. And <laughs> because of that one experience, uh, my wife bought me a, what do they call? Is it a call a carabiner? The the little like a uh, it's like a little metal like mountain climbers use use oh, them a lot. Oh yeah yeah like yeah, you, like thing. one of those little hooks. Yeah, the little hook things. And yeah. so now my keys are on one of those, and that hooks onto my belt loop. So yeah. my keys fall into my pocket, but it, they could never fall off of my pants. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, for years, I use I use something along those lines too so to keep them to keep them latch. And mm-hmm. I probably lost my keys the the absolute fewest times during that time period until they broke. And I, I <laughs> should probably get some more uh, or another. <laughs> but um, I was gonna I was gonna. I had a comment to, to make about how you said, like, you never take your keys out under any circumstances. And that makes mm-hmm. total sense. And I yeah. would also do that. Like, I would choose to do that if I could. But I also have this other thing. So I just told you how I get tunnel vision and stuff, right? Yeah. A lot of times, my while I have tunnel vision, um, my hands have this nasty fucking habit of doing things without me knowing they will. Really? I will. Yes. All the fucking time I will. <laughs> I will. If I have something on me, like my hands will start fidgeting with it, messing with it, whatever, or, or just take it out, put it somewhere or, or they'll just start like grabbing something off to the side. And then I'll like snap out of it. and be like, Oh shit, what the fuck am I doing? And like, oh, and you don't even know that you're no, consciously no, doing it? No, because I'm thinking. I'm busy thinking or writing or whatever it is I'm doing. Um, huh. Yeah, dude. And this has been since I was a kid. It's always been like that. Um, and there are times... I wish I could think of a specific example, but there are times where Michelle's just like, what are you doing? I'll look. I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I was thinking. My hands just started moving. Um, like, and Man, so, that could- <laughs> A lot of times it's innocuous. A lot of times it's just like, I'll be tapping. You know, I'll be tapping on something oh, okay. or, you know, just fiddling with whatever. But sometimes they will actively start, like, doing things. 
Um, and I think it's just <laughs> muscle memory because it, it'll be like it'll be things that like you do on your day to day, like opening the fridge or or you know opening a door or or, or I, I don't know. It's hard for me to think of a specific example besides that. But like yeah, yeah, it's usually innocent and it's usually not a um a, a hinderment to my day to day. But yes, I do tend to pull things out of my pockets and put them someplace because I start fiddling with them and I'm like, oh, get this away from me. And, uh, and that then, sounds like it could. <laughs> that sounds like it could go dark. Like Michelle saying, "Like Will, what are you doing?" And you're like, "Huh?" And you look like, over and you have a knife in your hand, <laughs> no, and yeah, you're no, like, "Oh my god, I <laughs> run, Michelle! I can't stop it." <laughs> no, it's never anything like that. Um, but yeah, I've always been like that, and I don't really have a good explanation. Um, I mean, I've never taken the time to try and change it either. It's just part of who I am, and I think it's just one of my quirks, and it doesn't cause me too many problems. Like, it did when I was younger, and I lost more things more often, but I don't lose things like that really anymore, except for my keys, which I find, so it's okay. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, this box would have a lot of keys. It would would also have, it would be overflowing with guitar picks. Like, guitar picks, it would just be an ocean of guitar picks, because I, I lose things easily naturally as we've discussed on this episode many times already uh but guitar picks are notorious for being lost by every guitar player who plays yeah. um I, so, I i look at guitar picks almost as like disposable i mean they're super not too because they're terrible for the environment they're plastic yeah but but yeah but i mean dude, you lose like, them so easily they, yeah, they might they as disappear well be. and the thing is i find them years later all the time i'll be like you know i don't know cleaning my kitchen or whatever and suddenly a pick falls out of the out of a fucking a portal hole and uh i'm like oh shit i haven't seen this one in three years hell yeah and i'll go put it away and then i'll lose it again today's show is brought to you by holloway's holloway do you have more clutter than you need are you living in fear of becoming a hoarder call holloway's holloway service now and regain that space and freedom in your home Once again, that's Holloway's Holloway. We are also sponsored by Patreon. Looking to become more than just a patron? Become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine and show your support. And finally, Apple Podcasts. Take a bite into the apple and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, let's get back to some more Dude Could You Imagine. <laughs> you know that that reminds me of a, of a funny story. We uh, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine, David. Uh, you know, we we used to always play like we used to always have game nights, and he would hate it whenever he would lose something. But but he would always find it in an odd area, right? Mm-hmm. Just like what you're saying, like with the, with the guitar picks, mm-hmm. and we started doing this thing, this kind of joke, where every time he there would be some piece lost or whatever. And he's looking around for it. We're like, Hey, uh, did, did you check behind the stove? Like, like just (laughs) randomly, you know? And like, it would bother him to the point where he's like, fuck. And then he go look behind the stove just in case. That's, that's hilarious. That sounds, that sounds like the work of the Nomicons right there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. dude. (laughs) Um, and then outside of that, I'm sure there's just a lot of things that I'm sure that like, I, I, maybe I can't think of in the moment, but like that I would find that would just be a really pleasant surprise. You know, I, I used to yeah. have some old photo albums and stuff. I probably would find those. I'd probably find a lot of really cool things that I would be like exceptionally grateful that I had this crazy Santa Clausian looking man 
deliver to me in this box <laughs> um yeah, yeah I, I think i think this would be it would be an emotional and exciting and joyous occasion actually until i lost it all again but um yeah i know right <laughs> imagine losing this box god don't, no this box <laughs> would, would be precious definitely yeah. Um, I'm sure it'd also be full of a bunch of fucking junk and shit that I did not want. That's like, yeah. I I was just about to bring that up. Like, obviously, we'd be happy on the stuff that we would find in this box that we had lost. But just imagine all the shit that we didn't care about that got lost. That we'd be like, oh my god, where am I going to put it? Just yeah, trash, roll the trash, trash can over here yeah. and let me just yeah, you know what I mean? Like, there'd probably be um, there'd probably be enough spare change in this box of mine to like take my family out for a nice dinner. <laughs> oh hell yeah dude i bet you go oh, like 33 years of lost change in a single place like yeah i think that's enough to go for a nice dinner <laughs> i know you know you know that that's another thing too have you ever lost any food somewhere <laughs> you know imagine oh, that yeah. showing up now and it's all old and moldy uh, that'd be nasty i see i feel like the <laughs> santa clausian figure would definitely leave that part that stuff out <laughs> yeah or um, or magically make it so that it's not moldy <laughs> yeah yeah seriously i'm trying to think if there's anything else in life that like i'm like oh man see there's things in life that i sold because i needed to at the time that i wish i could somehow have those things back but that's not mm-hmm. the same as losing a thing you know yeah yeah it's a little different um and well, i do- oh, go ahead wh- oh i was just gonna oh no go ahead because i was gonna say while you're thinking of that i was like i, I was gonna give my very short non uh probably not as good answer as yours <laughs> okay the last thing i was gonna say is also like there's been times in my life where something really cool that i had broke but that's also not the same as technically losing it so i don't think that would count either. oh yeah that's but uh okay let's talk yeah, about your box man what, what's in this box of, of <laughs> tom cases so i am most certain that there'll probably be a lot of trash in there like things that i just i didn't care that got lost you know because like because now that hearing your answer made me realize that a lot of the stuff, you know, that that I really would have not wanted to lose, I don't lose. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I've never like really, really wa- in, like Tom. I said, I know, I know. I was like trying to find a way to say it a little more nice, but like, but what I meant was just like I, I just never, I've never lost or really lost like you know my wallet or keys you know i mean i've told you the stories of when i have and i've gotten them back so i don't know if you could really you know claim must that be they're nice lost. tom must be nice I, I know i know right um it's it's probably part of my ocd <laughs> to be I mean, honest. Um, like, we all have different necks and 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 quirks and stuff so it's all good yeah um but one very 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 happy one reason why I would be very, very happy is I do remember things from my childhood that I had lost, mm-hmm. um, whether it was uh, like unbeknownst to me or my brother, my mom throwing away stuff or whatever. And they were like action figures that I never got back. Yeah. And um, knowing the kind of market and stuff for that things nowadays like for one i would just love to have them back i don't even i w- i don't even know if i would think about selling them right but i know i had stuff that would have been worth a lot of money today like i had like i don't know countless like how many countless of gi joes that Actually, if I probably dug up my backyard, i probably would find some because me and my brother would like dig these trenches to make little like you know like rivers and whatnot you know that we would 
like put our GI Joes in to like mm-hmm. fight battle fake battles and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but like after doing that so many times, you know, like I remember us losing some, and we would try to dig where we thought they were, and I don't know where they went, but they're gone. <laughs> like, oh man, they were just that gone. Sucks. So yeah. Yeah, so like I so this box would be filled with a lot of action figures, um especially GI Joes, especially He-Man figures, and um they would all be this uh, I I know I cuz I've seen them like you know when you go to like Frankenstein's or a place like that where they sell collectibles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um and I see those toys all the time there and I'm always like Oh, I had that. And then I look at the price tag. I'm like, they're selling that for $200? Like, you know what I mean? Or 500 bucks? Like, um, it would be, it would be overflow. That's what mostly would be in the box, I think, would be a lot of action figures and probably some comic books. Um, I remember my brother being more of the comic book collector than me, but I had, uh, quite a few. And honestly, I don't know where they all went. Like, I don't remember Hmm. throwing them away ever. Um, but then I just like, cause you know, like with comic books, we kind of just stashed them away. Like we knew some of them may be worth something someday. And like most of those are protected, like in a sleeve and they're in a folder, but like some of my other ones, you know, maybe something like they may not be worth, you know, a lot of money, but like, I have no clue where they went. I I've looked for them and they're gone. Yeah, so those would definitely be in this box, and I'd be like, "Oh, I remember these." So <laughs> well, yeah, you, it you would know, be... um, with the comic books. Let, let me guess, you were probably collecting these in in the nineties. Yeah, it would. It would. Um, yeah, like um, I would say through the nineties and late eighties. Okay, so I don't know if this is going to make you feel better or worse about the comics that you ha- may or may not have lost. But I do know that during during the 90s especially was uh, the the comic book bubble. And so it was around the 80s and 90s that like the old, old comic books uh, started being valued really, really highly. Like if you had like a, a Detective Comics number one or whatever it was with Batman, um, mm-hmm. like it was worth a shit ton of money, right? And so that started like a, a big boom in collecting of comics. And the comic book... Uh, uh, creators, DC and Marvel mostly, um, took advantage of that by like making like holographic comics and alternative art comics and, and all this other stuff. And that still goes on to this day. Like any one comic usually has like already two alt covers that are worth like quadruple the normal amount that the, the regular comic cover is. Um, yeah. But what it led to in the 90s was a huge oversaturation of the market. And so... You know, people forget that the reason that those old, old comics were worth something was because no one thought they would be. So very few people kept held on to them. So their scarcity is what what made things valuable. So in the 90s, when everyone started buying them up and hoarding them, uh, unfortunately, most of those comics aren't worth much of anything because, well, even to this day, the market's saturated with them. Even even some of the the big comic book moments of that era, like... You know that that's one of the things that can make a comic book valuable if it's like a character's debut or if it's like a really iconic storyline, um, mm-hmm. you know that happened. That can make it valuable, but because that era was so saturated, those comic books are still around and plentiful. So unfortunately, uh, that era of comics has very few comics that are worth a lot. 
Yeah, like I like I said, I I, I don't even know if I would think about selling them anyway, That's just true. to have them back for that nostalgia. Yeah, that would you be know cool. that sentimental value would be like, oh, I got them back again. Like you know, you're never leaving me again. Yeah, you know? absolutely, dude. I would, <laughs> God, you know, my one like I loved all my games, and like there's a lot of games I would love to to have back from that era. But the number mm-hmm. one thing that I would want back. Um, what would be my Super Nintendo with the Super Game Boy cartridge? So, are you familiar with the what the Super Game Boy is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember those. Yeah, <clears throat> it was basically it was a cartridge that you plugged into your your Super NES, and then you could plug a Game Boy game or a Game Boy Color game into that, and you would be able to play yeah, the Game Boy game on your there. TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so back back in in that time, Pokemon Red and Blue had just come out, and I didn't have a Game Boy, but I had a friend who traded me, I'll never forget this, he traded me a Super Nintendo, a Super Game Boy, and like five games for one Pokemon card that like, I think it was a Haunter, it wasn't even that good of a card. And like, <laughs> I I recognize like the the ridiculousness of the of the deal and i asked him multiple times are you sure about this i think i even threw in a couple extra cards for him but um because <laughs> you felt bad yeah i felt like i was you know i was cheating him even though it was his idea but um i uh i remember i got i got pokemon red in that trade as well and uh i plugged it in i'd never played it before um, even though I was collecting Pokemon cards. And the my first experience with Pokemon ever, video game-wise, was Pokemon oh, Red man. on my TV. And the thing <clears> is, <throat> the cool thing about the Super Game Boy was it had uh, it had coding in it that automatically translated uh, certain games into color. And so, you oh, know, what, that's cool. Yeah, so, so what it did was... Um, the 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 way it worked from my understanding was that the Super Game Boy only did this for games that had uh something in their programming that allowed it to do that. And Pokemon Red had yeah. that. And so every time I entered a new area, it would change the color of of the area to like green or red or blue. Oh, that's cool. And so that was my first experience and I felt like looking back I'm like that was such a special experience that not a lot of pop kids probably had you know most of them had it probably on the game boy in black and white uh you know on those shitty little screens and i'm sure it was just as magical for them but like for me it was on the tv through my super nintendo in full fucking color and it was amazing man and if i could get those back i would literally like if i got (laughs) it back i would literally immediately right now stop the podcast hook it up to my tv and start playing pokemon red on my tv because like oh just the nostalgia would just be so real See, that's the thing, dude. I, I, you know, little do you know that that guy, you know, that ended up being a one million dollar haunter card. Now and he's sitting pretty somewhere with the, with his million dollars cash. That- <laughs> the most valuable haunter card ever made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but you know that's funny how you you are saying that because, like, dude, I literally have every game and every console I've ever ha- owned, I- ever had, yeah. <clears throat> still with me. So I have Atari. Dude, I have. Holy um, crap. <laughs> I have Nintendo, I have Super Nintendo, I have TurboGrafx 16. Oh my gosh, I have that's N64, crazy. uh PlayStation 1, 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, no, that's awesome, man. I will say this, I think it it's it, there's two parts to this of of the difference uh between our ability to keep uh track of our consoles. Number one is 
you are definitely obviously better at keeping track of things than me. That's like without a doubt. This episode has proven that. But number two is I know you. You've lived in the same house since you were a young boy. Um, yeah, that's true. I, I think by the time I was 18, I probably moved like 15 times already. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to. Yeah, yeah I moved. That, that's true. That so be. much as a kid and so much gets lost in a move, both through the process of moving and you losing it and the process of having to throw away things you don't absolutely need because there's not enough room or space or whatever. Yeah, so. no, yeah, that definitely makes a difference. Yeah. But, dude, that's so cool. I, I'm happy for you. That's awesome that you have all that stuff. <laughs> I hope uh, every once in a while you break out some of the old stuff and play it, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, nowadays, you know, the newer stuff, you, you kind of can play the older stuff. But, yeah, every once in a while we try to do that. That's cool. Hell, yeah. <laughs> but, dude, could you imagine? Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Once again, I'm Fritz Frivolous, and this has been Dude, Could You Imagine? If you would like to support our show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dudecouldyouimagine, or leave us an Apple Podcast review. Don't forget, we would love to hear from you, and you can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore couldyouimagine, on Twitter at dcyimagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. You can also let us know what you are imagining by emailing us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. Until next time, folks, this is Fritz Frivolous reminding you to keep on imagining. (laughs) That sounds like it could go dark, like Michelle saying like, Will, what are you doing? And you're like, huh? And you look over and you have a knife in your hand. And you're like, oh my God, I run, Michelle, I can't stop it. (laughs) No, it's never anything like that.